Hello there. I'm Hank, and welcome to my pod. Ah! Who the heck are you? My name is Special Agent Hale, operative of Wasp. I heard about your podcast on the internet, and I need your help. See, I have a series of covert case files full of information that has been stolen by the Venerable Equalist and Intelligence League or Veil for short. These files are chock full of information that has been removed from the general public, and this information needs to be out in the world. And that's where you come in. I need you to make a series of podcast episodes dedicated to these characters. Will you help me? Well, seeing as you broke into my studio, I'm happy to help. Who are we talking about first? A character from the Harry Potter universe. The buffoon-turned-botanist Neville Longbottom. Think you can handle it, bub? Don't worry, I'm on it. Hello there. I'm Hank, and welcome to my podcast, Hank Says, where we talk all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and Harry Potter. Today we're talking about the botanist and buffoon Neville Longbottom. But before we get into it, I didn't feel right talking about him without someone who loved him just as much as I do. So, put your ear flaps together for my returning co-host, Alan. How are you feeling today, Alan? Alan is ready to do the podcast, Hank, sir. Well, now that we've introduced ourselves, let's jump right into the first section of the podcast, The Fast Facts. What is that, Alan? The Fast Facts is the first section of the podcast where we break down the who's, the what's, the when's, the where's, the why's, and the how's of our subject in case one of your friends doesn't know who Neville Longbottom is so that you can be the one to educate them. So, the Fast Facts for Neville Longbottom are that he was created by J.K. Rowling and he first appeared in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone in 1997, the original publishing of the book. As for his fictional history, he was born to Frank and Alice Longbottom, who are his parents, on July 30th, 1980. And his wand is 13 inches, has cherry wood, and has a unicorn hair whore, and it was formerly his father's. His boggart, or what he fears most, is Severus Snape. That's mine too. His patronus is non-corpial, so not an animal. He eventually is married to Hannah Abbott and becomes the professor of herbology at Albus Dumbledore's school, Hogwarts. Wow, that's a lot of info. Alright, now it's time to move into the next section of the podcast, The First Sight. That's right, that's where we peel back the curtain of time and reveal where we first met our subject. So, Alan, where did you first sight Neville Longbottom? I first read about him in the first book of Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's or Philosopher's Stone, and I really, I really didn't think he was... I wouldn't say not a good character, but mm -hmm. he was just kind of, like, almost a useless side character. Like, he was just thrown in there for reasons. Yeah. You know? Just the toad boy. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a moment. Mm. I actually met him before I read the book. Really? Yes, I was told about him by a friend of mine, Sarah. Shout out to Sarah on the podcast. And one of the things that made me want to read Harry Potter was him. He sounded really funny, and he sounded like an interesting character to me, and I liked him even in the first book. Although I can see, you know, why you may not think about that. Yeah. Why don't we move on to the next section of our podcast, The Diving Board. What is The Diving Board, Alan? The Diving Board is the main section of the podcast where we dive deep into the pool of learning that is Neville Longbottom. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches. Born to those who have thrice to find him, born as the seventh month dies. 
and the Dark Lord will mark him as his equal, but he will have power the Dark Lord knows not, and either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord will be born as the seventh month dies. Thus goes the prophecy by Professor Tronoli. I can't remember her name, but she makes that prophecy about Neville Longbottom and Harry Potter, because it applies to both of them. Voldemort feared that it was going to be Harry who was the one with the power instead of Neville, so instead of going and killing Neville himself, he sent Bellatrix Lestrange to kill his parents, which he did. But she did not kill little baby Neville for reasons that are unknown. So, in his early life, Neville moved in with his grandma, Augusta Longbottom, and showed signs of magic when his uncle dropped him out of a second-story window. What? Yeah, so his, uh uncle was always trying to uh figure out you know if he was magic or not or if he was a squib so uh he would do all of these tests to see if neville had magic and yeah, one of them was yeah. hanging him out of a second story window and uh then his grandma offered his uncle some pie to make him stop and he was so excited that he dropped neville um. out of said second story window but luckily neville bounced like a rubber ball for reasons that are also unknown Hmm. Neville was invited to Hogwarts, and on the way there, on the Hogwarts Express, he lost his toad on the train. Trevor. Yeah, Trevor the toad that uh, his grandma had given him. Then he was sorted into Gryffindor by the sorting hat. Fun fact, though, he actually, you know how Harry was like, not Slytherin, not Slytherin? Yeah. Uh, actually, in Neville's mind, he was wanting to be in Hufflepuff, so he was like, please put me in Hufflepuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But the sorting hat was like nope nope denied huh interesting let's put a pause right here and move on to a new segment called the first year's greatest flops in this section we're going to be looking at the three greatest flops of neville in his first year at hogwarts number one he melts seamus finnegan's cauldron in their first potion class by brewing the wrong potions together number two he breaks his wrist on a broom as he's trying to fly it and levitate in the air on it. And third, he gets full body binded by Hermione and falls backwards and quite literally flops. Thank you for listening to this edition of the First Year's Greatest Flops. Now, back to the regularly scheduled podcast. So that's a pretty basic summary of Neville's first year at Hogwarts. Let's talk about his second. Alright, so year two is the shortest year for Neville. He buys a purple crystal, which does something. He gets a newt tail for some reason, and a green union for basilisk protection, which apparently he needs protecting from basilisks for some reason. He doesn't want to get eaten by a basilisk. Sure. Silly Neville. Yeah. Snape is also a jerk in dueling when Neville is dueling and basically just shoots him down in the participation. And yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Next, in his third year at Hogwarts, he witnesses the Dementor attack on the train and uh, partakes in all of the chocolate eating, mm, you yeah. know, because mm. Remus Lupin gives everybody chocolate. That Which witness is the, the cure for everything. This, 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 we already knew that, like magic chocolate, sure. whatever, right. but regular chocolate is amazing also. Yes. And then he breaks Professor Tranley's teacups while reading the leaves in the uh, uh, Foreseeing the Future class, which is... A very bad omen. 
Yep. And he turns his shrinking solution orange instead of green. <gasps> bum bum bum. And then has to have it fed to his toad. Because Snape is an absolute jerk. Does his toad explode? I don't remember. No, it doesn't do anything. No. Snape just is like, oh, hmm. Yes, feed it to your toad. And Neville goes all pale. And then Hermione is caught by Snape trying to help him. And, you know, 500 million points from Gryffindor. Yeah. Alright, then he's used as an example in Lupin's cr class about Boggarts, where his Boggart is snape oh yes yeah mine is dobby oh yeah i can see that yeah he also allows sirius to break into gryffindor tower because he writes down all the passwords on a piece of paper because he can't remember them right and then he gets banned from hogsmeade uh yeah for doing that right yeah, right interesting poor neville at the beginning of his fourth year at Hogwarts, he is absolutely horrified by Professor Moody's unforgivable curses lesson because Ugh. he knows that his parents were killed. Well, actually, his parents weren't killed, were driven insane oh, yeah. by one of them. And he is encouraged by Professor Sprout, uh, she'll be important later, and Professor Moody, who gives him a book about herbology to give to Harry, you know, the whole gillyweed clue, oh, like yeah. a big plot point in the movie. And then he has some epic gymnastic skills under the Imperious Curse, which Moody placed on him for a demonstration for the class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Dis disco Neville there. Yeah, man. And then uh, he takes Ginny to the Yule Ball after asking Hermione first. Takes Ginny. And then goes to the memorial feast of Cedric Diggory when he dies. Wow. Poor Neville. Poor hey. Cedric. Poor both of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of them dies, but... Well, I mean, both yeah. Both of them wish they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> no! Cedric likes being alive. All right. Why don't you go ask him? Fair point. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. At the start of his fifth, or arguably most important year, he knew the password of Gryffindor Tower and helped Harry out, you know, so he didn't have to sleep outside. Right. He's the first to sign up for Dumbledore's army, or the DA, and mm -hmm. improves dramatically. It's actually specifically stated that he's the best in the class, second only to Harry and Hermione. Nice. So he's better than Ron. Right. And he receives a blowing gum wrapper from his mom. It's a very sweet scene in the movies where yeah. she gives him a bubble gum wrapper. And it's it's not much, but she is certifiably insane, so it's kind of, it's just kind of nice. You know? Yeah. All right, and then Neville trains harder when his parents' killers escape, and he becomes second only to Hermione. We already, you know, said like that. we said, but yeah, he becomes basically the best. He joins Ron, Ginny, Harriet, Luna, and Hermione, who are going to the Hall of Prophecies. Oh yes, yes, the Hall of Prophecies. He's disarmed by Rabiston Landstridge, who is Beatrix Landstridge's accomplice. Wow. wow that was yeah that was a tongue twister there he gets his wand and nose broken trying to defend harry oof yeah he's then tortured by bellatrix landstridge trying to make him who is who is trying to make him crack like his parents oh like he, go insane yeah exactly he doesn't crack like his parents which is good and is he, that a butt joke his last name has bottom in it is we're not gonna go there okay he doesn't crack he saves Harry from Weldon Mancar. He drops the prophecy like he does. He basically says, I'm not part of the prophecy. You are. 
And he also, like, physically drops the prophecy, and it shatters right. on the hard stone floor. Exactly. He also learns the truth that he could have become the Chosen One. And, you know, Harry and him escape the Ministry and gets a new wand, out of which is made out of uh, cherry wood. The same exact material that his other wand was. So he kind of gets, gets a return there. Yeah. In the sixth year, he is supported by Harry emotionally, who says, and this is paraphrasing, you are cool. None of them, or his other friends, were at the ministry. They didn't fight with me. And uh, he was invited to join Horace Slughorn's Slug Club. Mm, sounds great. great. Yep, great. And uh, was a server at Slughorn's Christmas party because he didn't, like, make the cut, theoretically. Right. And uh, he gets his report card for the fifth year, which I have with me. He gets one outstanding, two exceeds expectations, and one acceptable on his card, which Not is bad. pretty good. Yeah. And he was one of the only Dumbledore's army in the Battle of Astronomy Tower, and oh, he yeah. uh, attended Dumbledore's funeral at mm. the very end. Right. Man. All right. On to the seventh year. Neville has some horrible teachers. They yep. beat up Neville mm -hmm. physically, which is not cool. Then Neville revives the DA because it kind of gets shut down with him, Luna, and Ginny trying to steal the Gryffindor sword. Can I can I slip in here really oh, quick? Yeah, sure. The uh, horrible teachers beat Neville almost to death, beat him to unconsciousness after he tries to rescue some first years who have been mercilessly beaten and then hung upside down from their feet. By Ooh, chains yeah, from I remember the that. That was ugh. also another side note. Uh, his grandma evades capture and goes on the run. Oh man, Which, I can just imagine yeah. her sneaking around mm. with her black spy suit Ninja on. Ninja grandma. Yes. Uh, then Neville hides and now lives in the room of requirement with the rest of the DA. Oh right, because like everyone thinks that he's dead or missing. Right, exactly. And then the trio shows up, and uh, you know they go through the painting at the. Uh, what is it? The Hogshead? Yeah. And Hogs, he's yeah. getting food from Aberfroth, Dumbledore, mm -hmm. uh, Dumbledore's brother, and uh, signals the DA that it's time to rise up. Tell your brother that she's... Okay. Hamilton reference. Yeah, that was good. And then uh, goes on to fight the Death Eaters at the uh, battle for Hogwarts and uses the Venomous Tentaclua to fight uh, the Death Eaters, and uh, it eats oh, yeah. the Death Eaters. That was awesome. And uh, he transports injured and dead during the ceasefire, so he helps take them back to the castle. Right. Harry then tells Neville that him killing Nagini is a number one priority. Nagini being Voldy's the, snake. Yeah, Voldy's snake. Voldy then kills Harry and <laughs> tries to get Neville to join him. And he's tortured by burning sorting hat shoved on his head. They somehow enchanted the sorting hat. Yeah, they're they're torturing the Sorting Hat and him. Right, at the same time. exactly. He got it off and then pulled the Sword of Gryffindor out of the hat and then kills Nagini with it. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That's that's like one of his coolest things. Yeah. He also shouts when Voldemort is like, "Oh, join me!" He's like, "I'll join you when hell freezes over!" And then everybody cheers and yeah, you know. And then he pulls it off and grabs the sword and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And uh, he and Ron Weasley team up and kill Fenner Greyback, who is, if you remember, is the uh, werewolf that bit Lupin right. when he was young. And uh, he dueled and killed um, a Death Eater named Scabior. And uh, mm -hmm. he witnessed the end of the second uh, Wizarding Year. Wow. Yeah. 
He then briefly became an Auror and was offered. Well, I always heard it Auror. Auror? 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 Whatever. Auror, maybe? A, a dark magic sure. fighter. Yep. Or was, and he was offered and applied for a herbology position and got it at Hogwarts, I believe, right? Mm hmm. He married Hannah Abbott. She became the leakling, leaky cauldron landlady. Oh, boy. That's another tongue twister right there. Leaky cauldron landlady. And then in 2017, Ginny remarks, give Neville our love. Oh, right. At the end of, yeah, at the end of the last book. Right. Because Neville's a teacher by then. Uh-huh. And then that's pretty much the last we hear of Neville. Well... Looks like that's the end of our case file on Neville Longbottom. Hopefully that uh, lives up to Agent Hale's satisfaction. Who's uh, who's Agent Hale? Uh, never mind. All right, uh, let's go into the next section of the podcast, the shameless plugs. Actually, guys, before we move on to the shameless plug section of the podcast, I wanted to say a quick word about Chadwick Boseman, the actor who played... Black Panther, because he died just the other day from colon cancer. And even though he'll never hear this, I just want to say, Chad, thank you so, so much for everything that you've done. You were my first inspiration as a Marvel superhero. And even in the midst of all of the racial hate and anger and misplaced fear that was going on in the world, you should have stood strong in the face of that, and I'll forever admire you for that. That was really nice. All right, let's move on to the next section of the podcast, the shameless plugs. This is the section of the podcast where we shamelessly self-promote our podcast and everything to do with it. Getting started, please make a suggestion of a topic we discuss and email it to hanksayspodcast at gmail.com. That's hanksays with a Z. Please, please message us over there. We'd love to hear your input and thoughts. That's right. And to find a resource hub, just visit anchor.fm slash hanksays. That's anchor.fm slash hank dash says with a Z. And if you don't want to use Anchor, they can find us by searching Hank Says on what websites, Alan? Let's see. There's Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Republic, and Spotify. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you'd prefer to listen to our episodes over there. And leave your suggestions in the comments. All right. Now that we're done with the shameless plugs, it's time to head to the final section of our podcast, The Guessing Games. Boing! Yes, the Guessing Games is the last section of the podcast where we make sure you stick to all of our shameless plugs and self-promotion to hear us play some Guessing Games. What's our game today, Hank? Well, today's game is the second edition of Hidden History. Ooh. Alan, today's your challenge to try and recollect some key moments in Neville's history. But there's a catch. Ooh. We have some high stakes for this one. <gasps> if you get even one answer wrong... One answer wrong? Yep. What? What's going to happen? All of the listeners have to follow or subscribe on their platform of choice. To Hank Says. Man, that's some high stakes there. I, I know, but do you, are, are you okay with it? Can you handle I, the pressure? I think I can handle it. All right. So, the first question is, what are the name of Neville's parents from the top of the episode? I told you already. Um, remember. If I'm remembering correctly, they are... Frank and Alice Longbottom. That is correct. Yes. One okay. day. One down. Yeah. A couple more to go. Okay. Your second question is, what is the name of his pet toad that he loses um, on the Hogwarts Express? It was 
Is it Terry? No, it was Trevor. That's Trevor. right. Trevor the Toad. Trevor the Toad. All right, your third question is, who do you think J.K. Rowling strongly considered coupling Neville with instead of Hannah Abbott? Was it Ginny? No. I'll give you three guesses for this one. Okay, okay. Uh, Hermione. Nope. Lavender. No, it's uh, not any of these. That was Luna Lovegood. Looks oh, like everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looks like everyone's gonna need to uh, subscribe or follow uh, him. Says on their favorite platform. Of our internet. All right, and your fourth and final question is true or false? Neville appears in every Harry Potter movie. Every Harry Potter movie. Yes. Not book. Not book. Movie. Mm, I haven't seen all the movies, but you know, I feel like he does. That's correct. Really? It is awesome. True. So your final score is three. You got three out of four today, Alan. Uh, didn't get didn't get all of them right. How unfortunate nope. that they have to subscribe. That's to very sad for them. But make sure that you subscribe on your platform of choice to Hank says. Definitely. We, uh, we listed all of those platforms back in the, uh, you know, the shameless plugs. Yep that section well it looks like it's about time to end the podcast for today thank you so much for tuning in to hank says where we talk all things marvel dc star wars and harry potter i hope you've enjoyed and we'll see you next time alan why don't you just close out the podcast in the most harry potter-esque way imaginable don't be a you later harry potter sir